Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Halloween Ends. Directed by David Gordon Green, Halloween Ends is this slasher film, which not only is the 13th installment in the Halloween franchise, but it is the final film in the trilogy of sequels that started with the 2018 film, which itself directly followed the 1978 film. The movie is out now, but if you haven't seen Halloween Ends yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our review. You, ah, We will be talking spoilers. So you can call this Halloween 13, Halloween 3, Halloween 4, Halloween 11, if you don't count the Rob Zombie films. But what we can be clear about is that this goes... Halloween 78, Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. Jason, you have the plot. It's confusing, but here we go. Um, three years since Michael Myers' uh, 2018 killing spree, Corey Cunningham falls in love with Laurie Strode's granddaughter. After a series of events, including crossing paths with Michael Myers, Corey becomes a murderous outcast. That's the movie we want, right? That's, that's what we <laughs> well, it's the um, <laughs> it's the movie we got. But before we get into it, this episode is our big return. We have been on hiatus for I want to say three months, maybe a little bit longer. It, it felt like a long time. But you know what? It's good to be back. <laughs> Ordinarily, we'd go out, we'd watch something new, we would review it. This review and a handful of catch-up reviews, we've had time to go back and revisit. So I'm glad that I got to watch this a second time because I really wanted to make sure that I definitely hated the character Corey Cunningham. (laughs) It was even worse the second time. I I was thinking that second viewing, I already know what it's going to be. As it was unraveling that first time, I'm like, oh no, I, I'm not liking this. This is not what I thought it was going to be. So I'm thinking, well, second time, maybe I can appreciate certain things that maybe I missed. Yeah, and nah, I pretty much had the same experience that first viewing. Nothing against that's, the actor. That's so interesting. Just the yeah, character. That's really interesting. You know, like I was thinking, because I'll be honest. I put it out there now. I didn't want to go back and watch this again. I have no interest. <laughs> I even passed the DVD at JB Hi-Fi, and I was like, 30% off. I could buy it. No, kept walking. Just didn't want to. Um, but I had that perception that maybe if I did watch it again, knowing what, what to expect, maybe I could appreciate it a little bit more. But having heard what you just said, great. Because this movie isn't what, you want it's sort of like that thing where you're watching it and it's just like when are they getting to the fireworks factory like when are they getting there i mean they do but it's not it just takes too long and it's i don't know it's, it's, it's a it does movie. the opening with corey is babysitting is a good opening but unfortunately that character doesn't just open the movie he is the movie yeah, and well, that's and that's where it lost me very quickly. I mean, where I mean, the marketing for this film, like it's like, hey, look, this is Laurie versus Michael, the final showdown. And you're like, okay, so we had that original movie, and then this new trilogy, they are sequels to that first film. So, like, okay, so we're going to get something different. Now, 
what we've got previously with Jamie Lee Curtis coming back in, what was it, Halloween H2O? That's when she came back the first time. But anyways, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be something different. We've got an older Michael Myers, an older Laura Strode, the no longer brother and sister. So, okay, so what is this going to be? And then you you start watching this film for the final showdown. You have to wait 38 minutes before you even see Michael Myers. And he's just in the sewers. And the movie itself, like, I'm pretty sure when it was first pitched, it was going to be one Halloween night, and then all three films take That's place. It. But then this film, we get a time jump, and that whole time is been living in the sewers. What was your takeaway with the thing where Michael is in the sewers and it's almost like he's injured, like he's given up? And then when Corey presents that cop and Michael needed assistance to kill this cop. But then when he does, it's almost like Michael is feeding off this energy. Like he's, And then all of a sudden he no, rises he and he stands up. First up, the, like, the, the four years that he spent in the sewer, like what's he been doing? Like how has nothing, how has he not been found? How has he survived? There's just so many questions. And then we already got like a hint at the end of the, the the previous film where it was like, is he a supernatural being of sorts? Like he was pretty much bludgeoned to death, yet rose. And it's like, is he is he like has he got some sort of powers? In this year, like the thing with like the eyes and like the did he like transfer the evilness into Corey or was he feeding off him? Like he said, like, what was the deal? It's never really clear. It's up to interpretation, but I'm all just, I'm just like, you just can't help but sit there and be bewildered and then just question what the hell am I watching? And why is it, why are we not just watching Laurie and, and Michael beef on? Look, I think the idea of like what they were doing in this, in this movie it's an interesting thing to look at it's like okay so what happens when this event happens with this with this killer you know it's spanned over 30 years happened again there's this reputation what happens to an individual who might be seen as an outcast and sort of develop you know the idea of turning that person into something similar like there's an interesting thing there this movie doesn't execute it in any sort of way that makes me go like, wow, that was worth actually telling that story. There is a, a, a worthwhile story here, but they they don't give it to us. And again, you, you bounce off the marketing that this, this movie was presenting, which was Laurie versus Michael, the final showdown on, on the back of that 2018 movie that, let's be honest, like blew us away. It was, wow, like this is a way you can like reboot this movie, like this franchise have it be something fresh, continue, you know, from that original, that original piece. The the previous film, it was fun at least. It got kind of silly, but at least it was fun. There was some, some freaky stuff. The kills were good, questionable ending, but you know, it left off on a bit of a high note. Like Laurie was left in a position where even with her history, the worst thing imaginable happened to her and that's in the death of her daughter at the hands of Michael. And when we catch up to her character in this film, where she should be should be the worst, darkest, lowest point. 
and she's actually at, at, at her high point. She's she's thriving. She's living a blissful life with her granddaughter. And then you're throwing this Corey character and she's helping him and doing weird stuff with him. And it's just, yeah, I just was pulling my hair out the whole time. Loses its way, doesn't it? Concerns we it had with Halloween Kills. And, and you're right. It, it had its moments of being fun. There was certain things that happened that we didn't like. But it was an enjoyable movie, you know, some interesting story points, but then this movie is just a different thing altogether. And it's just too much Corey. And you mentioned Laurie's granddaughter, and then she's turning on a grandmother. She's on the back of Corey's bike with him, and then you, they're riding off, and it's like, oh. Uh, it's, it just becomes a, a thing that I didn't necessarily necessarily want and you know there's opinions online like certain people love this movie like they they you know you see a lot of people coming out and defending it whether it's because they are fans of the franchise and they want to find positivity and you know nice things to say or maybe they are genuinely just finding the good stuff look i said that there there seems to be something good and interesting and appealing about this potential story and maybe they're latching onto that and finding those things but for me let's be honest like I think just like you we just wanted to see the story play out based on the franchise not this new stuff introduced in this final chapter like it's just not the time and place like maybe if this was like one of the middle movies that was sort of a, a linking or a bridge sort of just teasing us along. But no, this was the end. And it's like, no, we shouldn't watch this random story and then have our showdown in the last 10 minutes of the film for some reason. And the thing with the granddaughter, like, I couldn't help but think, like, are they doing like a Bonnie and Clyde thing? I remember at the end of the of that 2018 film and it was sort of like, there was a few little imagery things with the daughter at the end of the film. And I'm like, oh, is she kind of, does she have a bit of darkness in her? And I was like, maybe they're delivering on that. And I think maybe that would have been a more interesting thing to have her maybe as the Corey character or yes. point and yeah. have that story still play out, you know, like of someone turning. Because then at least we have that investment in that character. Her mother was just killed. It's all... It all I think that would have been... I think that would have been better. If they had, if they had kept it into that, that one night, that night wasn't over. Like the town people, you know, that, that second film was the, the town folk coming together, taking charge and being like, we're going to get this done, ultimately failing. It then should have then the next step was like, all right, now it's more so personal. <laughs> like now it's, Laurie's like, look, I'll just do it myself. And then she, you know, like, and she should have just been in the darkest place and it should have just been the ultimate revenge story. Yeah, I, I yeah, I didn't think of that, but I think that would have been better. We keep saying granddaughter. We're talking about Alison. That's who we're, <laughs> that's who we're talking about. Um, yeah, and we wouldn't have needed all that time spent on Corey's backstory, him being a new character, and we wouldn't have necessarily had to wait thirty-eight minutes to see Michael Myers. And, and you're right that like we did see darkness in Alison, but they went in a different direction. I mean, this. If you're going to say nice things about this film, it really does have a definitive ending. But they find a way to end it. I mean, Michael does get killed. Laurie is the one 
that kills him. The townsfolk were all brought to witness it. That does make sense. So they've put a lynch mob together. The sheriff's not happy about it, but it's like, well, this kind of needs to happen because Haydensfield has been haunted by this guy for so many years. They need to see that the boogeyman is no longer out there. So, so that look, made sense. And I'll admit, like, the scene in that kitchen with, like, with Laurie and Michael, it's brutal. It's violent. It's sort of like, yeah, it's it's almost it's satisfying because it's like, you know, I guess we are getting what was advertised, which is the final fight, the, the end of Michael. And, and, it, and it is pretty clear, like, don't they put him through, like, a wood chipper or a grinder or something? He's doing supernatural... Or not. He's not coming back for that. Do you know what? I did <laughs> like is- I did like the scene. I was gonna say with Laurie, where he ends up not being Michael, it's Corey wearing Michael's mask, where she mm-hmm. she's making out that she's gonna commit suicide, she's gonna blow her brains out. She's on the phone, um was it to the police or whoever in and then Corey steps in and then she she confronts him. And then after that, that's when Alison, Alison comes back and Laurie took the knife out. She's holding the knife and they're just like, what did you do? I'm glad they didn't hang on to that too long. But there's, you know, there's some good bits in Look, here. I, re- I, like, I remember that moment. And then because it actually doesn't go anywhere, whether you wanted it to or not, it was sort of like, well, what was the point of having her there with the knife, Alison capture, for it to... Four seconds later, literally be like, "Oh, this is the situation." Okay, cool. We're cool. Now. Like, it's I don't know. What was the point of that? There wasn't. And I swear, as as much as like the cool scene in the kitchen was, if you literally just take the last 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, of this movie, just paste it onto the end of Halloween Kills. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it would work. Just pretend that's the same. No, it's fine. It's all good. Just remove literally all of this other crap, all of this four years later, and Laurie and Allison live in their live in their bright sitcom life. It's it's unnecessary. You just don't need it. You know, this is a Michael Myers movie, so we need to talk body count. In this film, eighteen. You're like, wow, that's um, that's quite high. How many are Michaels? <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> Are you ready? Three. Zero. Oh, three. Wow. Wow. Three. Yeah. He kills Officer Doug. But that really was with Corey's help. Nurse Deb. And he kills Corey. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's the thing. It's like, it's just, just so, three. It was just frustrating and in a way, like, just deflating, just watching Michael Myers, watching The Shape, you know, the villain of of this franchise, this being just walking around, guided by this punk-ass kid, just, you know, almost like, I'm a lost puppy. Oh, retrain me in the ways. I don't know how to kill anyone. Show me how. I was, I don't know. It was disturbing. I was like, what's going on? You know, thinking about it, if if you're thinking about other horror icons, it's kind of like what often happens with Dracula. Dracula, low on blood, starts to age, uh, is a little bit frail, but thinking, you know, Gary Oldman, Dracula. 
somebody comes along and then revitalized Dracula's case, drinking blood, Michael Myers case, killing Officer Doug. Anyway, just a, it's just a thought thought that I had because you know what are they doing? Like he's like say he's in the sewers for four years, potentially feeding on rats or God knows whatever else, just and then withering away. And then he meets Corey, and anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's disappointing. It absolutely is disappointing because that first movie, two thousand eighteen, that was such a solid. Film like starts with him is in the asylum. No one else would go near him. He doesn't have his mask, and then he breaks free, and that is a great film. And then Halloween Kills happens, and yeah. But do you know what? They can really, really stick the landing with Halloween ends, and then we yeah. get like Cunningham. It, it, it was fun. There were some cool kills, and it set up. It set up the pieces into that third film. And then they delivered us this. They did. And I'm very, very curious <laughs> if you're going to rate this film out of five. Look, I really, I really just did not have a good time watching this. Look, th- there's a payoff at the end. And I think most of my rating, any points I give this movie will be for that. But look, even the kills throughout the film, and this is before the Laurie and, um, and Michael showdown, the kills aren't fun, mainly because like I'm just annoyed at all of them when when they're happening because of Corey. Um, like it's not fun, it's not scary, it's an annoying, frustrating like just movie that just made me question like like what's going on, like why why is this happening? Um, like this would be a a very 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 generous two out of five. Very generous. I, I want to go lower, but I feel like I'm just being a dick. <laughs> like it's a well-crafted film. It's just it's just a crappy story with crappy characters and what were they thinking? <laughs> just what were they thinking? What you just said there, I agree. It is a well-crafted film. Talking about the kills, how they put it on screen, it does have in a good way a dated aesthetic i'm thinking of the dj like the way that he's killed you've got the turnstiles or the turntables and then he's the way his, his tongue is cut a lot of it does look practical it's oh, okay it feels like a throwback to you know back to the 80s with the halloween sequels the friday the 13th films it did kind of have that feel to it but the story just didn't work for me just Introducing the new character, Corey, again, when he's first introduced and he's the babysitter, it was, I mean, it was an accident. The kid was being a little shit and he locked him in the attic. (laughs) It was an accident. But then the film became all about him and I just wasn't interested. And as you say, they were trying something. Some people liked it, clearly didn't work for us. So again, watched it two times now. The first time to get prepared for it, I did rewatch those first two Halloween films, 2018 and Kills. This time, I just went back in and did the third one by itself because I didn't feel as though the payoff was going to be worth it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't come in as high as a three. I'm absolutely not going to recommend this film, but I'm not going to come in quite as low as a two. I'll come in as, as a 2.5. But um, yeah, it's... It's a disappointment, but it's ended. Um, 
maybe they're going to make more Halloween films, but I do know that uh, Jason Blum from Blumhouse has come out and said that this film does end their contract. So Blumhouse will not be making any more. So they have made the three films that they set out to make. So if we get any of the Halloween films, which I'm sure we will, it will be separate from these three films. I imagine it would be like a, a completely fresh reboot. It will be like Michael Myers, the IP, <laughs> you know, a new Laurie maybe, or just a new whoever. Do you know what? I, I don't even need it, to be honest. Like, you know, we've got that first John Carpenter film, yeah, like... we've got the sequel, and then, you know, we've got Season of the Witch, and the idea is that Halloween was going to be an anthology series and not just about Michael Myers. Obviously, they changed their mind with Halloween 4. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But we have a lot of Halloween films. We'll always have... John Carpenter's Halloween theme. And that's the important thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's true. That really matters. That's, that's true. That matters. That's true. Okay, well, as always, we like to close out on a little bit of trivia. In keeping with Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, using the opening title fonts of Halloween 78 and Halloween 2 from 81, Halloween Ends uses the blue font titles from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which came out in 1982. That's pretty cool. I like that attention to detail. But why? <laughs> well, it's the third film, isn't it? But technically, it's the fourth film, if we're counting that first one as canon. Anyway, it's a thing that they chose to do. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Like, it's pretty cool. It's that one movie that, like you said, is... It's the different movie. It's but you know what, though? Witches. I I watched that earlier in the year. It's the first time I'd watched it since I randomly caught it on TV like when I was a kid. Mm. And it's actually pretty decent, eh? It is decent, <laughs> yeah. But it, it decent, gets yeah. it gets so much juice. I was going to say it gets so much shit. Better than this film. It absolutely is. It is the better Halloween 3. <laughs> but again, <laughs> but is this Halloween 4? Who knows? It could have just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It the title's confusing. Been... The title's confusing. I mean, mate, we were speculating, what is the new what is the new Scream film going to be called? And now we know it's pretty much called Scream, but then Coloured in Blood. Anyway, they've, they've, they've yeah. made up the number, so like, it is Scream 6. The V is in the, is in the letter M. Is that, that's the new, yeah. I think that's how they've done it. But is that right? Because it is the sixth screen film, isn't it? Anyway. It gets, no, no, it would be. It's so confusing. Is it, is it a V and an I? It must be, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Well, that's six, isn't it? Yeah. The V is five. So it's in the M. Anyway. Did they do the V in the fifth one, the one that came out? No, that was just Scream. What year are we in? Oh, my God. No. When, they, when they did Scream 5, it was just Scream, the same approach they did with Halloween 2018. Yeah. But now they should have just put a word on it, like, I don't know, Kills or Ends or NYC, because it's going to be set in New York City. Hey, NYC, yeah. Scream NYC. The horror sequel it's titles. Ghostface, they... Ghostface takes Manhattan. I mean, surely, just yes. do it. I mean, it works for Jason. No, we'll, but the, no one's going to be mad. <laughs> the, 
the titles for these sequels that are just unnecessarily complicated. They don't need to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure when you buy a ticket at the cinema, it's just going to say Scream 6. Well, sometimes the ticket cuts off, it's just going to say Scream. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Now, nah, Scream will probably fit. Well, anyway, that, that's it for our review of Halloween Ends. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Street Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. And keep an eye out for our next review, Hocus Pocus 2. And uh, get ready for our year in review 2022 episode, which is coming very soon. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film stew. See you soon. <laughs>